0: Are you a CEO looking for ways to make a bigger impact on what you do? Maybe you feel lonely being there at the top? Or maybe do you want to show your concerns and get fresh new ideas and real breakthroughs from people like you? Well, if that's you, you are in the right place. I'm excited to introduce you the brand new world-class CEO Mastermind. Starting in February 2023, the new program has three goals. Multiply exponentially your impact as a leader help you to think and lead at all new levels so you can achieve breakthrough performance in your role and give you access to some of the most brilliant minds who will become your strongest allies. Just to be clear, this is not a training one-to-many thing, it's not even a group commiseration session, it's not 50-100 random people in a group together, or any form of lecture, workshops or seminar. And finally, it's not a fluffy meeting with no substance. Yeah, how it works. We're going to collect green minds, coming together and working together, sharing information, lessons, and strategies, working on current challenges, setting and achieving goals every time that we meet, and then it's going to be a long-lasting peer advisory group of like-minded CEOs like you. And finally, a well-curated structure facilitated by a professional and experienced coach and facilitator. By the way, that's me. So, hey, this is for you. So hurry up, as i will accept only eight people, only eight people, and the membership is by invitation only, because I want to make sure that we only have world-class participants in the mastermind. I'll select carefully the composition of the group to make sure that we have a diverse team of leaders with a grown mindset and from non-competing companies. The focus will be given to CEOs who operate in similar industries or similar size. So if this is for you, apply today at... AndreaPetrone.com, or send me a message on LinkedIn where you can find me easily. So are you ready to multiply your impact? Welcome to the World Class Leaders Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world class leaders. In this podcast... We deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. And today, first of all, I would like to apologize because maybe the sounds today doesn't look like normal or my standard. And the reason is very simple. As human beings, we travel. So today I'm in Dubai spending all week. And so the only way for me for recording an episode was actually doing with my Mac and with my headset. So unfortunately, I don't have the luxury to have with me my microphone. Anyway, so it's going to be a short episode, but I think it's going to be really interesting for you. And the reason is because today I'm going to share my personal experience. I mean, I do sometimes, but not too often. I actually had a lot of reflections lately about my personal career, even before actually I became a performance advisor or executive coach. And one of the reflections that for me is so important because then is something that I also share With my clients is actually my personal career in the corporate world, and not many maybe people know. But you know, I became a CEO actually at 35 years old, which is quite honestly remarkable. So it's been really a fast track career. So many clients ask me, okay, how can I go further in my career? How can I step in? How can I elevate myself? How can I become a CEO myself? So you know, why we do coaching, why we working together, then we share, you know, tips, advices. So I thought, why don't put all together in one single episode and see whether they resonate with you. And hopefully they can give you some ideas how you can actually progress in your career, right? Because we all have blind spots. So maybe one of these five areas I'm going to share with you today is going to be more useful than others. So let's start. So number one, lesson from me, and again, I'm going to share five things that really helped me to get there so early, okay? So number one, I didn't really choose an easy path. I mean, I could have honestly worked near home. I grew up, by the way, in a small town in the north of Italy on the lake, wonderful location. Uh, so I could actually stay there. Or, by the way, I could, could have moved to a big city. You know, Milan was really close to where I lived at that time. And, you know, worked there for a large firm, as actually most of my friends did, especially, you know, people that then they wanted to progress. They went to the university. So we ended up actually studying all together in Milan. But most of them, they stayed. So they worked there. And then up to date, they have an easy life. Everything's fine. Great family. You know, good career, probably. But as far as I know, none of my actually peers or friends became a CEO, which is, I think, interesting. So instead, by the age of 31, I worked actually raiding across all Africa, in the middle of the sea on the creek platform, or in a bush with a lot of mosquitoes, my dear friends' mosquitoes at the time. I worked under a dictatorship in very challenging countries with actually very hard to accept norms. So again, that was my choice at the time. It wasn't easy. It wasn't definitely comfortable, but I did it because I understood at the time that I needed to challenge myself and do something different than what other people normally do. So that's essentially number one. And by the way, even my family didn't do that. So even for them, that was a shock. Honestly, that was a shock for them. So it's been quite challenging. By the way, at the time, there was no mobile phone. It was not even easier actually to communicate with families when you know they were at home And I was actually in the middle of nothing in Africa. So that's number one. Number two, I look for challenges and trouble. So it's following the the first point. Honestly, early on in my career, my bosses noticed my ambition and desire to take on challenges. And by the way, they didn't just notice. I asked for it. So they offered me, based on that, challenging responsibilities. And I accepted them, knowing the risk. And by the way, I didn't even leave when things became difficult and were very difficult. I can guarantee you. So I stayed, suffered when there was a time to suffer. But by the way, I really maximized my learning. As I always say to my client, when you really deal with very challenging situations and environments, that is when you can actually maximize your learning. You know, you can fail to some extent. You can go back and go and honestly return to your own life and your own area of comfort. No, I stayed there outside of my comfort zone for long. I said, that's what is going to really help me to grow. And that's what I did. So that's number two. Number three, I really thought carefully about my relationship with my boss at the time. By the way, with all bosses. So what I decided to do was really help them to succeed. So I only realized that making my boss really happy wasn't just enough, you know, just meeting their expectation. I actually did something different, something more. I needed to do more. This is when I realized that I should have known them better to understand what they really aspired for. Not just peace and results, you know, even the personal life, the personal goals. And to some extent, I really helped them to get there. And by the way, that's what happened. They returned the favor without me asking for it. Because they appreciated that I was there for them when they needed it. It was honestly, by the way, it was a genuine, genuine move. It was a genuine gesture. It's not something I built it like it was something fake. Because I'm not a fake person. So I did it because I think they deserve to try at least to achieve their goals. That's what I try to do. And small things, right? You can't really bring it to the moon. But, you know, I did my part, I have to say. I definitely did my part. All right. So that's number three. Number four. I built my professional network from day one. So I realized, again, very quickly that your network is your network. I know it's a little bit of cliche, but honestly, I really believe to this. So I was a young man working in tough conditions in a very conservative industry, the oil and gas, in a very large company surrounded by very experienced colleagues. So after just four years, I knew everybody in the organization, believe me. And I spent hours talking to colleagues. I knew the company inside out. And I never said no to a meeting. Also with people outside of my company industry. With no agenda. I did it without having an agenda. It was just my genuine interest in other people's lives. So, years later, I realized that actually I had an empire with me. People that I met in the past. Sometimes people tell me, Andrea, how can you know so many people around the world? Well, you know, to some extent, because I traveled a lot and I work in many different countries. But I think compared to many other people, I kept my network very close. I really decided a network was my best, actually, opportunity to grow, to get opportunities, to share ideas. And that's essentially what I did. I see, by the way, many people, especially in the corporate world right now, they complain, they come to me and say, I don't know anyone outside of my company. Even inside of my company, I honestly really know very few people. No, no, that is not a good idea. So I really want you to start thinking more about your professional network because that is your network. All right, last one, number five, I never became complacent. So after six, eight years, more or less in my fast track career, I had a tough time, honestly, and a couple of failures as everyone actually has at some point. So I stopped learning and started to get too much comfortable with many early successes. So for me, this was a red flag. So After that, I promised myself that I would never do that again. So since then, I never accepted mediocrity for myself. I kept pushing to get better despite the comfort of my new life. So complacency is something that I really tend to stay away from because I don't believe complacency is something that we can afford. As an individual in a fast-growing market where things change so quickly, so we have to be ready to adapt, to be flexible, So being complacent is essentially the beginning of our failure as individuals before anything else. So in summary, I said, first of all, I didn't choose an easy path. So right now, if you're in front of a choice, think whether you're choosing the easiest path or you're taking something much more complicated. Two, I look for challenges and troubles. Again, I didn't choose an easy life. So I was looking for challenges. I wanted to be in troubles. Okay. Number three, I had my bosses to succeed because that is how you build relationship with people. And at some point, without asking, they can actually return the favor. Number four, I built my professional network from day one. That was an intentional decision. And number five, I never became complacent because complacency is essentially one of the worst enemies that we can actually have in our professional life. So in summary, getting to the top has nothing to do with my opinion and with my experience with luck talent or IQ. And by the way, it's not rocket science. I understand that. Success always leaves footprints. That's what I realized years later. But we don't really spend enough time looking for them, right? We always go to the next one. So for me, success is really about observing what's working, doing consistently, and then doubling down over time. So I really hope that sharing these five lessons with you have been useful. may be helpful maybe there is something that you have to change something you have to tweak in order to get to the next level so the only thing i can say as a final message everyone can so i really wish that you can have a wonderful career progression because you deserve to become a ceo or at least you know a a wonderful leader in your career everyone deserves it everyone can but do the right things I really would like to hear from you understanding what you think about this so please send me any comments either uh, on LinkedIn or you can send me by email at, Andrea at andrea.petrone.com you can find anyway these links on the show notes and, um, and by the way if you like what we shared I strongly recommend that you to leave a review because you know as a podcaster we live with reviews so the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by having positive reviews. So I appreciate that, and also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think that might be interesting. And final note, I normally um, summarize the findings of each episode, even the ones with the guests, on my website, and I write every Thursday a very interesting uh, short summary about what we share. So if you don't want to miss that, and you prefer uh, reading, I strongly recommend going to my website, andreapetroni.com slash blog and you can subscribe there I'm not sending any sales thing just big good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients so thank you so much for listening to this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time